Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. The passion for the world's beautiful game has never been stronger. And now there is one place to get all your insight, analysis, and hot topic discussion. Especially if you're a fan of the five-time MLS Cup champion, LA Galaxy, or their heated rival, LAFC. It's time to roll out the ball and kick things off here on the Believe Podcast Network. Now, here are your hosts, former MLS goalkeeper Dan Kennedy and soccer broadcast veteran Mark Rogandino. It is so good to be back here on the Belief Sports Podcast Network with my dog, DK. Uh, First things first. Feels good, buddy. Feels Uh, good. We we should probably start on a high note since it was not the best note for the black and gold. So let's start with this. (laughs) Let's start with this. Happy birthday oh, wow. to you. Jeez. A very uh, believe, belated, belated happy birthday to my partner, Dan Kennedy, uh, who celebrated his 37th birthday on Monday um, and then got in a round of 18 with a couple yeah. of boys on Tuesday. Yeah. Now And now we're into the midweek and getting ready for another week of Major League Soccer, talking LAFC and the LA Galaxy. What is up, DK? What's up, brother? What an intro, huh? Thanks for having me. I know, right? Me. I know, right? Me. Welcome to the pod. Two of the Major League Soccer season. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> um, wow. So, good birthdays. Anything special? No. Anything stuck? Anything stuck actually, out? Birthday, birthday. Uh, well, full. You know, the Happy old full, full, full blown birthday weekend uh, with the kids at the pool, and uh, obviously, you and I saw each other at the game on Friday night. Uh, and, uh, really the big birthday celebrations tomorrow night. Got a surprise date night out with the wife. Nice. A little sushi dinner out in Long Beach yeah, or something no like idea. that? No idea. It's a surprise. I don't know. I don't oh, know. Okay. So, oh, yeah. oh, 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 yeah. wow. So I'm kind of, hold, I'm kind of holding things up. Yeah. Let's get, well, let's get, <laughs> let's get to it then, dog. Let's get to it. I don't want to, I don't want to hold up the, the birthday celebration. Steph will yeah. be like, oh, Rogan Dino, he is always getting in the way. Um, Wow. Uh, wow, you, right. myself, Dunseth, we all we all picked it to go in the other direction, and as, as as much as it is tough to spit out, you have to give the LA Galaxy credit. Uh, they played inspired. They played their game of the year to this yes. point. It yeah. could be, it could be a springboard for a huge final 14 weeks, 15, 13 weeks of the season if they play like that and what Zlatan did. Well, I, I just haven't seen them. I mean, you, the the best word is inspired, um, gritty, uh, bought in, um, competing for everything. It felt like every it, it felt like everyone knew what they were doing. They were willing to concede possession in certain parts of the field, um, and sit back and cover themselves a little bit. Uh, I, I thought it was a it, it was a really convincing effort, um, and the game. It, it could have gone either way, uh, but you have to say that Tyler Miller had a couple really good saves in the first 15 minutes. No question. Um, and that, you know, to me, that was uh, the alarm bells uh, ringing. And, um, man, Ibra just – this guy's just got it. He's got it. I, I don't know. You know, I saw some some chatter about, you know, Carlos Vela, who's better, him or Ibra. And I, it's not a fair comparison. Um, because they're just such different players. Uh, but Ebers just got an element to him that uh, is different than any player in the world because of his sheer size and 
and athletic ability and then his his technical um astute and and just touch a ball over a defender slam it into the side net um i was watching it from the uh the american express uh uh lounge or whatever you want to call it that overlooks stadium the entire club. field stadium club I, I worked there Which, for by the way, we're op- we're open to, we're, we're, o- we're open to some American Express sponsorship. If That's you know right. anybody, yeah. reach That's out right. and touch someone. <laughs> That's right. And we and we had an unbelievable view of the game. Um, and uh, it was just a, it was a pleasure to watch, man. Stadium was going nuts. Um, great atmosphere. And uh, the Galaxy come out with with three points, which um, is just a fan of the game. Like it was a surprise. It was I was I I'd left and I I just I was shocked. Well 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 let, let me let me hop in. Take me through the roller coaster of emotions, not just the whole night, but let's start at the beginning, because Vela taken down inside the area, clumsy challenge from David Bingham. You would expect penalty. A guy, uh, you would, yeah, it penalty. was a penalty, but you would expect a guy who has at that point slotted 19 goals in 19 games to step up and put it home. He does. Right. But you mentioned Tyler Miller's saves. You go literally 90 seconds later, the Galaxy have three unbelievable chances that produce three great saves from Tyler Miller. And so, I mean, take me through that moment for you watching the game. And then less than two minutes later, when Zlatan produces another moment of brilliance to tie the game at one. Well, I, I actually thought the game was over when when LAFC dream got, start dream start. I thought it was done because I'll tell you because I thought Galaxy were gonna have to commit so much forward that LAFC were gonna kill him, gonna just punish him because of it. Um, but after that, to, David Bingham to the went, tune of your to the tune but, of your prediction a four two game. Yes, but David Bingham was largely untested after yes. that. And he looked nervous when he was. And um, and so. So, yeah, my immediate thought was like, ah, I, you know, all I wanted to do was see a good competitive game. And now LAFC is going to going to going to run away with it because this is the last thing you could have happen. Um, but uh, Tyler Miller, I thought, was sharp in the first half. You might ask questions about him in the second half. Um, and uh, and the Galaxy just got some mojo and got some momentum. And when Ibra scored that first goal out of nothing um, and he celebrated in front of Bob, I was just watching, you know, um, every everyone was freaking out. And this is just Ooh. like it, I guess it's like you play enough games in the league and and I was just like kind of taking it all in, you know, and I'm like, yes, I was thinking in my mind, Rose, I was like, that's going to come back and bite Ibra. Mm. You know, I was thinking that I was like, yeah, you know, you just tied the game. It's one one. I mean, this game like LAFC is the better team. What are you doing? Not even 10 minutes old. Yeah. And uh, this guy's fearless and he's in your face. And, and Dunny Dunny actually last week said it best. I mean, there's just not enough villains in this league. So I kind of I kind of embraced it. I liked it. I, mean, I don't know how many you need start, if you got one whining. huge one like yeah. that. Yeah, let's start winding some people up here and get under some skin and make this thing a competition. And instead of it being like shake hands after the game, maybe a little bit of shoving match. I don't mind it at all. Oh, I'm, I mean, and 
I don't know what you saw in for we can talk, we will talk about all of Ibra's three goals because they are all worthy of a of part of our conversation here on the Believe Sports Podcast Network. But also uh, that first one specifically, the oh. skill check, the oh. skill check, oh. two oh. defenders converging, you flip it over both of them, it bounces once, and then you Outside catch it on the. Catch it on the volley outside of the right foot, swerving into the upper corner to beat Tyler Miller. I mean, people are I, – I, and, and I, I, I honestly, I've had some debates with – this week over all this with some people um, that I've been long childhood friends of. And from – I grew up in a Portuguese community down in San Diego, and these guys are diehard Benfica sporting. Right. They are diehard Cristiano Ronaldo, Luis Figo. They are diehard soccer fans. They know the game. They have come up watching soccer in their houses. And they they kept saying stuff to me like, oh, he's only he's 37 and he's making a mockery of this league. And I'm like, no, this guy is a once in a generation talent. That's the reason that's the reason he's won across the board everywhere. Correct. And and so so remember this. And this is the the, the only reason he put man. He saved Jose Mourinho or Jose Mourinho's job, whatever you want to call him. Uh, at Manchester United, his first season there. If you remember, Ibrahimovic was the difference between um, David Moyes' team and Mourinho's team because Ibra came into the fold. He was a free agent signing, and he scored a bunch of meaningful goals, and he pushed Lukaku, and Lukaku scored a bunch of meaningful goals that same season. And that's what saved Mourinho's job that year. Well, Ibra goes down with an ACL. And that that's the only reason why Man United didn't resign him was because they thought he was done. Yep. But this just shows you, I mean, the guy's got class and 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 I say this with, with every player. Um the 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 speedsters are are the ones that have short careers. The guys that are are not dependent upon their breakaway speed um, that have a little bit more to their game. Those are the guys that are going to stand the test of time a little bit. Um, Dominic Aduro is a great example of, of a guy that could light the, light the game up and open the field up, but he needed eight chances to score a goal. And so once the pace goes a little bit, he doesn't get those eight chances and he's not as productive and he's off the field. But Ibra is such a mismatch, no matter how you want to slice it, he doesn't need pace. And he gets around players, and he's big and strong enough, and he's he's just kind of crafty enough to move the ball and and give himself a chance, and and he's so clinical when he gets that chance. Well, and I, uh, what was somewhat shocking to me is as uh, I had the scoreline right, three two, but I had the wrong team winning the game. Um, <laughs> is that is that uh, the interchange with? Ibrahimovic and Fabio Alvarez was the best I've ever seen it this season yeah, so far. Yeah. I know Alvarez but, hasn't been there. Well, I mean, you could probably tell me more than I know. Alvarez has probably been there 10 games at the most. Yes. And, and, and but I the, would, intercha- the interchange and the way Alvarez played as a true number 10 off of a true number nine in Ibrahimovic and, or if the ball came into Alvarez and he flicked it into Ibrahimovic and the interchange between those two look like they have played three or four years together. And, and, and watch out. This was one of, I mean, I I had a couple, I had a a couple, I had a couple things that I, I thought about after this game. 
And one of them was uh, Fabio Alvarez's connection with Ibra. And it just seems that every single time Fabio gets on the ball, he's looking for the big man and they, and they just combine well together. And it's a bit of a one, two touch. Um, and, and it's actually what I compare it to is, is Javier Morales at Salt Lake with Saborio. And they get in this zone yes. where great comparison. It, and and th- it, this is probably a better one, right? This is probably a, be- a, a more meaningful combo just because it's Ibrahimovic. Ibra's better. Um, better than Saborio. Yeah, and, exactly. And, 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 and well, and it's, about it's a wash. Who, it's yeah. a wash. But, well, but I don't for know. Now it's a wash. Alvarez Morales was pretty it, dang it, good. It, yeah, if, <laughs> if Alvarez produces like Morales did, the Galaxy are going to be just fine. But what what's going to end up happening in in my mind is that. This as this uh, relationship matures, Alvarez is going to get more. He's going to get more for himself, you know, because now he's such a threat on the pass that that it makes defenders think a little bit. And and as much as he's now, you know, getting highlighted or found out, he's getting his stride, too. So he, he's a exciting, exciting player to watch. I thought Antuna actually showed up for for the first time in a while, too. I think the Gold Cup was a big boost to him. His pace and, was good. His pace was really good. Yeah, and maybe I'm I'm getting I'm I'm getting ahead of you here, but uh, I think Bob Bradley got out coached. Wow, wow! I I I I honestly I can't disagree with you. I can't disagree with you because there are some things that I saw in the game that I wish that were 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 different. But let me let me use that as a segue to say. What does this mean for LAFC? They're, they have been heads and shoulders, the best team, DK, in Major League Soccer this season. But now all of a sudden, you lose – this is a quote-unquote road loss. They've lost three games on the road. Those are the only three losses on the season. What does this mean for LAFC? I think my takeaway was that you still don't have a number nine. Diamande showed some flashes against Houston. Um he wasn't meaningful enough in this game. And when when games are are physical, and that's what this game was. I mean, Galaxy just showed up for the fight, right? Like we like Carlos Vela threw a punch in the game. I don't know if you if you caught that from your angle, but he got so frustrated he threw like a half-hearted punch at one point. I mean, there was grit in this game. And and you oh, need you need somebody um at point to go and bang a big body and and i thought diamande was uh just not significant in this game at all and and when i when i I say like bob bradley got out coached well guillermo broscoloto puts arajo as a right winger and that was the matchup of the game because he pegged jordan harvey back jordan harvey couldn't get forward like he like he typically does um, and then on the other side of the field, you had Blockman, who I, I – what do you think? Steven Bettishower had an injury, and he's coming back, and he's, they're just – they weren't sure about him? Or is this a tactical uh, he, decision? I, I, I think it's a little bit of both because, remember, Beta had come back and played some games. He got so chopped it's up. Not, he got he, chopped nah, up in Houston. In one time, he, he got chopped yes, up in Houston. Yes, he, but he, he hadn't been his name his, – his same uh, super sturdy – right back self but i will say this in a game like this don't you don't you trust and, well, and i think i think i think, I think what, that was what, i think it was overthought i think the black exactly, sub, exactly. I, I i think i think it was like i bet a shower had a bad moment in houston because he did he got chopped up one time by ellis who's one of the best wingers in the league 
and um, and he's just got so chopped up put, and he fell let's on put his pace butt. back there. Let's put yes, a young kid exactly. who has a ton of pace yep. and is going to be able to stay yeah. with stay with him step for step, no problem. Yeah. Let's put that back there. That way we don't have to worry about getting beat in behind the back four on that side. Right. So so the Blackmon thing, it, it kind of starts to rear its head where, well, Bettishower, the one thing he does is he always pegs back the player he's playing against. He always makes him drive back into the field. And then I th- I actually look, it's easy to coach a game after the fact. Right. Of course. But but Lee. But that's Lee, why that's why we're here on Believe. Yeah. Lee Wynn. Lee Wynn was is has been in great form. And I think. I think this LAFC team against Galaxy would have been better off with Diamande off the field and Lee win in there and just just put the ball on Lee's foot and and let Lee do, let the ball do the work do his thing and maybe that would have released Rossi and Vela because the the reality is is Vela and Rossi just never really got going Rossi especially Ro- yes. Diego Rossi I mean he uh, I don't think I'd be you know stating anything less than the obvious here, but that was probably his, his least productive game of the season. Yeah. So instead of having a four, three, three for LAFC, if, if you do, if, if you do, you know, some formation of a diamond midfield with K a twist, a blessing and Lee win, and then you have Vela and Rossi um, just kind of playing false, both of them playing false forwards. Uh, you, you'd be better set up because a number nine, a number nine does really well. Uh, when this when the field is big, but the Galaxy conceded possession, man. They they sat back a little bit, and when you sit back like that, you need players on the field that can solve the low block. And I think, uh, well, Lee Lee can. He's proven that throughout his career, time and time again. And when they brought him on, they actually got really dangerous again. Um, so those those are those are my takeaways. I mean, I thought it's <laughs> that was a great game to watch, and I can't wait for the second one, but. Uh, possession officially 58% for LAFC, 42% for the LA Galaxy in the matchup itself. Uh, shots on go- shots overall 16-12 in favor of LAFC, but it was the Galaxy who had a better shots on target total of eight of their 12 on target, where the where LAFC, the black and gold, just five of their 16 coming on target, which preaches to your point about David Bingham not being severely tested in the matchup. He, in the he, match. he I, I, there was there literally was not one grade A save. Lee Wynn no. had the second half, second half shot at Bingham where he kind of scrambled. You, what you, was that? No, 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 no. You, you and I, I think would agree. Bingham kind of just softly lays down on his right hand side. It's oh, from outside. It. The, it's from yeah. outside the 18. Yeah. Um, he. he he doesn't even give up a rebound. It's 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 routine enough that he doesn't even give up a rebound and he just holds it. it I mean, it's a save where some people are like, oh wow, big save, but that was routine in my book, in my book. Um, you know, I, I think one of the things, if you're talking about coaching, one of the things for me that that, that stuck out is that Ibrahimovic won every single head ball every that he ball, went up man. for in this game. Every, every single head ball that was sent his way, and and the Galaxy. The Galaxy did not hide it. There was no secrets. They played route one. They played right through Ibrahimovic every chance that they got. But why would you change it if he's winning every single ball, whether it's flicking the ball through on the and winning the first ball in the air or collecting and then playing to other guys? He was having no troubles. Yeah. And and so if you're not if you're worried about the the pressure of the ball in midfield. So if you're worried about LAFC's midfield being able to to maintain possession 
And then when you turn it over, they pressure immediately. I mean, that's their philosophy. They do it well. Well, you're not going to be able to change their possession. I don't think. I mean, this this LAFC team stacked. But the one thing you can do is say, we're not going to let you counter pressure us. So when you when you LAFC turn the ball over, we're going to play direct, so you can't counter pressure us, and then you're set, you're you're stuck scrambling, and we're going to have Fabio Alvarez and Tuna and Arojo, um, and Ibra's pocket, and just trying to break on you. And and man, it made it hectic. It, it sure did make it hectic. There's not a lot of teams in Major League Soccer that have an outlet like Ibra, so not every team will be able to do this successfully against LAFC against LAFC, and that's the good news for um, for LAFC. I, I, you mentioned the, the pressure and how the term I use actually discussing it on ESPN radio is LAFC likes to hunt and pass, small shout. right? As soon, small shout, as, as, small as, shout there. <laughs> little name drop there. ESPN radio. Catch me on 7, 10 a.m. Uh, the fact is, is that when LAFC turned the ball over, Bob Bradley has never been shy saying we feel like the best thing for us is to immediately put pressure on the ball. And we that way we can win the ball further up the field. Right. Yes. Yeah. And so they hunt they hunt in packs. But what Scalotto and the Galaxy did is they used that to their advantage. When LAFC hunted two, three guys trying to track down the ball, the ball moved quickly enough from side to side for the Galaxy that all of a sudden you had a mismatch on the other side of the field. All of a sudden you had a 2v1 or a 3v2 yep. on the yep. And you had space on the other side of the field that you could then exploit to get forward and into when LAFC was still trying to recover the ball. Yes. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, that's, that's the, that's exactly one of the the reasons I thought there was player personnel selection um, and the tactics that I, that's why I said Bob Bradley got out coached in this game. Um, and that's, you know, I mean, that's, that's being very critical, but that's, uh, that's, that's how you see it. You know, I mean, that's how I see it anyway. All right. Last, last thing on this, on this game. And again, it sets up an incredible, uh, DK, DK, you and myself, and we will have to, we we almost need to set up, uh, two sides of the, two, no, no, two sides of the coin. We need, maybe we pull Kobe Jones back in as a little more galaxy perspective. And we pull say Max Bredos in for LAFC side to discuss. We have a four way conversation before the August, the 25th second and final regular season meeting between these two teams, because this is going to be fireworks. This is, this is a, this is a real drag them out, stomp them out. This is, this is good for the league. This is good for the league. This is good for football in this country. I mean, this was, this was a fantastic, even though it didn't go the way that I wanted it to for black and gold, this was a great, great result and great, great, fantastic display of how MLS has come so far for me. Well, we talked about um, rivalries and the, the manufactured rivalries we have in major league soccer uh, to push the game. And that's it's been it's been a something that's been around for for years, and we've been begging for these authentic organic um, rivalries to happen, and this is one of them. Uh, you you just can't you can't deny it. Um, you see the passion on the field. It's it's largely driven by the fandom in the stands, um, and you know, Dignity Health Sports Park. Um, has been put in the shadow of what's happening at the Bank of California in Los Angeles uh, and it, when it when it pertains to Major League Soccer. And um, Galaxy put up a, 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 a damn good show. 
and from an operation like you know the stadium was was full it was vibrant it felt good um and i will be excited to be at that game at the bank when it pops off again i have uh two final points and then we will move on because there's still plenty to talk about to looking on. at hard to move yeah on. i know i know because we could we could do a whole hour and a half on this yes. game alone um Carlos Vela still does net two, by the way. The second one I thought was – I don't even know what VAR is because the second one for me was clearly offside. He was a – he was – in. if you went and looked at it, he was a clear yard in behind the last defender for the Galaxy, and yet he still – they still – I don't know if they looked at it, but they still did not call it back. I, I was watching it. I was in the booth watching the monitor, and I was like, oh, they're going to call this one back. 3-1 is going to be the final. Anyways – uh, as a goalkeeper, both a guy that has probably coached young goalkeepers for you, DK, but also, you know, spent almost a decade in this league playing that position. Tyler Miller was awesome in the first half, some big saves. But I thought you could still point to some moments in the second half where I wanted him to be equally as awesome. And I don't know that he was. Is there in your mind any controversy, any conversation under well, who, I, I had... who who steps in for Bob Bradley to play in goal? No, no controversy. Um, I had uh, I had the the like the the luxury of sitting behind Bingham in the first half and then Tyler Miller in the second half, and that's my preferred view just because of how I always saw the game, you know. Um, and the one the one obstacle Tyler Miller has is he, the game doesn't come to him that much, and that's that's where it can be tricky for goalkeepers. You said um, that before. Yeah, and I, I the one thing I'd like to see more of is him owning the lines. I mean, for me, the the challenge of being up, you know, the team's in the attack, you're 35 yards out, and you are getting Zimmerman in the right spot. You are getting Jordan Harvey in the right spot. You are making sure one of the central midfielders is tracking back and picked up. If you truly want to play this counter press soccer where whenever you lose a ball, you're, you're hunting uh, in a pack of wolves, as you stated, then you as a goalkeeper, you have the ability to pull those strings and push players forward. Walker, you don't have anybody get forward, man, push, push, push. And I got you in behind. If they play a long ball in behind, I got you. I got you, you know, and I, and I mm. thought that he was engaged heavily when the ball was in his defensive third, not engaged um, enough when the ball was outside of it. So that was, you know, one thing, one small thing, which um, you, it can't it can't be told. It can't be an easy thing to stay engaged like that. No, no. Um, I, I mean, I, I don't know about you. But one of the things for me, much but that's less, how but, but, bro, stay this, engaged with your voice, right? Stay, yes. Like continually continually instruct those back four to what you're seeing and where you want them. But I say that's so important because he doesn't touch the ball that much. Right. Sure. So that's why it's important because that's how you stay focused in a game that you're not touching the ball that much. Um, and then on the Ebra goal, when, when Ebra is matched up against Jordan Harvey, you have to understand that matchup and you have to understand where the ball is when it's wide. And so you, all you tell Jordan Harvey to do when the ball is wide, it's go man mark. Like, I don't care what you do. You're outmatched. So don't get stuck in a jumping match. Go man mark them. And the minute that Jordan Harvey gets tight enough to man mark them, then you can cheat and you can come out. Because anytime Ebra is going to get banked up against, you can go attack the ball and you're not going to have any problems winning it. So I thought I thought he got caught in no man's land in that second goal. Yeah, he, he wasn't yeah. committed all the way out yeah. to the back post to the, the, the flight of the ball. But he also wasn't all the way back on his line where he could react. 
react quick enough and maybe put a right hand up and just flick that over the top of the right. bar. And I don't think there's a lot of goalkeepers in the league today that would go get that, to be honest with you. But really? uh, eh, I mean, it's it's tough to say when I look around. Bingham, I don't think he comes and gets it. It's not his strength coming off his line. Um, so, you know, we're I'm, I'm being critical here. But like Guzano, he's eating that up. He's eating yes. that up. You know, and Guzano, I mean, Guzano's got holes in his game. But when I go and watch him play every single time, I'm like, man, the guy owns his freaking box, you know, to like to to the end of the world. The man owns his box. Um, So, you know, these are these. This this is just where Tyler's going to grow and and you grow the most when it hurts the worst. All right. We put that one to bed. It's behind us now. It's now in the rearview mirror, and that means we have to start to uh, to to look ahead. Remember, it was a little bit of a it was a little bit of a light weekend in terms of we had the two teams matching up, so that oh, meant that I, I, there wasn't. I thought, as, you just there, took it, I thought you just took it easy. No, no, no. <laughs> there wasn't as many picks on the table. Oh, uh, believe me, I saw you in the uh, stadium club, the American oh, Express turn, Stadium Stadium st- Stadium Adult Club thing. after. Adult and uh, thank 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 you for the cold one, by the way. It, it oh, soothes yeah. my throat. Uh, yeah. Soothes my throat after a little for a little bit of post game show and just to, to kind of wind down before I uh, before I headed home to South Orange County. So we head into a new weekend, and it doesn't get any easier for LAFC. In fact, they host. Uh, the reigning MLS Cup champions in Atlanta United, who I have been on record good. doing, I know, and I've been on record doing some YouTube TV stuff, uh, the Black and Gold Show, which kind of previews what's coming up that month for LASC. I predicted with a shoe in my mouth now over two and a half months ago that I didn't think Atlanta United would get you on track. I didn't think that they would even challenge to get in the top four in the Eastern Conference. Well, now they're sitting in second place right. and they are clearly not the team that we thought they were without Miguel Almiron and struggling as they were under a new head coach the first 7 8 weeks of the season. Clearly. Yeah, and and they're, you know, they they're a heavy loss record on the road and I think a part of that is because their best strength, their best strength is in Martinez. Yet they play defensive style soccer now. Right. So on the road, I, I just don't I, I don't love their their team. I don't love their their game. Um, it's too conservative to unleash what Martinez has. Um, but that being said, they, they can hurt you. And uh, the one player to watch here is Heinemann um, in midfield. I mean, this guy's he's class. He's quality. And he's just getting his feet under him in this league. He could hurt you. Um, it's hard for me to believe that, that LAFC lose two on the trot, especially at the bank. So um, I'm still I'm still going with LA, LAFC in this game. Oh, um, oh, yeah. interesting. I, I'm just trying to you know I'm just trying to get at you a little bit pregame, folks on air on air before I, I was given folks that was very game. different from what he said when we talked before we came yeah. on. Yeah, no, I still I still like LAFC in this game to win. I think they're going to bounce back. I think that's the kind of the group that they are. Um, they feel like they need to make uh, a couple of wrongs right. And um, I think this would be a good match, though, 2-1. Okay, so you got LAFC winning this game 2-1. Yeah, watch out for Heinemann. He's coming. He's coming. Okay. <laughs> but you have LAFC winning the game. 
I have LAFC winning the game two to one. Okay. Uh, let me just, uh, as promised last week, I said that I would completely reset the quote unquote standings where we were through 20 plus weeks of making picks. Um, and Rogan Dino has a seven point, there's a seven point gap. Oh my gosh. Um, it's, it's a seven point gap because to be fair, uh, we only had two picks each last week. The, LAFC LA Galaxy game plus our wildcard pick, which we both missed on both of those picks. Um, Dan had Toronto winning 3-1 against Houston. It was the right score, but Houston won 3-1. So you don't get a point for that, DK. Sorry. My, my and I had Houston's first one on the road ever. Yes, I know. And I had uh, Portland winning at home against Orlando City. Uh, I had the scoreline 2-0, and it actually finished as a draw, uh, 1-1, if my memory serves me correctly on that one. So that takes us to this week. Uh, Dan says that LAFC are back at home. They are winning two to one. And I actually really like that. Um, I am going to say it's actually going to be a three, one win. I think explosive offensive night, both teams will have plenty of attacking chances. Those same people that I told you about that were not so complimentary about Zlatan and watching the games, this and that and the other. Uh, I have told them watch this game Friday night. This will be, I think as aesthetically, oh, this be a good, yeah, this be a good game. This is, this is two teams that know how to attack two teams that know how to possess uh, two teams that know how to solve problems on the field. And I think this will be a fantastic game. But again, three, one for me is the scoreline with uh, LAFC getting back into the win columns. So that moves, that's a Friday night affair. Uh, that moves us to Saturday, and actually the Galaxy make a trip up to Providence Park and the Rose City of Portland, Oregon. What, what do you like there? This is actually a, a really tricky game. Uh, Portland is a team that I think is actually better than than their record, and and large part of that's because the majority of the games that they've played uh, have been on the road. Um, Galaxies are just ebbing and flowing. They played a midweek game um, in which they won on penalties. Now they got to head up to Portland, who's who's uh, who's heating up. Um, I I'm torn on this one a little bit. Um, my heart says the Galaxy are are going to perform here and uh, pick up uh, pick up a tie. So I'm going to go two two draw because there's always games in Portland. I mean, there's always goals in Portland. Okay. Small field, synthetic turf. Wow. Um, that's a not so bold prediction from Dan Kennedy. Oh, uh, which, on. by the way, if, if, you, if you've been, you know, I guess points on the road are always a good thing. But if you've been following along with us, uh, folks, you know that uh, we have actually been pretty good on our picks throughout the course of, of 20 weeks. Uh, of course, as I mentioned, I have been a slightly better. But uh, <laughs> remember, remember Portland. They beat the Galaxy for nothing uh, on they beat them for nothing in an Open Cup game. That was the round of 16 Open Cup game. Yeah, I just think I think that Portland under Savarese is going to be a surging team in the second half. Yeah, I agree. So uh, I'm going to stick with this. I'm going to give you the same scoreline. I'm going to say Timbers three one winners oh, in this one. Wow. I because I I also think not only traveling on the road, Dan, but I also think. Human nature sometimes, and I could be dead wrong, huge emotional yes. derby win. Yeah. You're riding high on that for this entire week, and now yeah. you go into a different environment. Sometimes human nature, it's not the easiest thing to adjust to, and Portland will be ready with the trap set. So I have Portland uh, 3-1 in that one. Okay. Well, that 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 bring and, – and 
I I like Portland uh, honestly. I I Blanco, Valeri, yeah, Ibobasi uh, up top. Uh, they they um, defend they defend like they defend like dogs too. Like Savarese yeah. has them committed to get behind the ball, and they are tough to play against. We've discussed it. That environment not only I love on I love night, playing on there. A, that that environment on a normal as a, night as but an away player. Is, yes, we gonna talk over each other all night. Yeah, I love you. 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 I love that, you. Environment, that environment for me was always so good that it actually felt like it raised my level. I felt like it helped. Really? Me. Yeah. Because but, but you know, for, this was, that's for this most teams, isn't it? Yeah. That's not for that's not for that's not for teams like LAFC and the Galaxy that play in pretty good possibly. environments all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Possibly. Possibly. Um. Okay. Well, no. Three one for me. Two two for you. Uh, and how about uh, a little bit of wild card action? Beautiful that I get to go first this week. Toronto FC three, Cincinnati zero. I had that as my backup because I had a feeling that you would take that one. <laughs> three zero. There's only one other one I would take. Uh, Minnesota against Vancouver? No. Well, I actually think San Jose is going to go smash city on Colorado, Ooh. even though Colorado has been better. They have. They have. If, there, there might not be a better rising up the table team in either conference right now than San Jose. Well, what, what they've so, done in the last so, two months, what they've done in the last two and a half, three months has been I, pretty ridiculous. I think after five, if you were to start the league after five weeks, San Jose would be in first place. <laughs> so if you if you were to just chop the first four or five weeks off the season, San Jose would be in first place. Think about if that. You were, if you were not your aunt, you would be your <laughs> uncle or something, something along, something along. Yeah, along it's, it's, a big, it's a big, strong if, but to, to, all, all I'm doing is highlighting the form that they are in, um, right. which is is dangerous. But can't uh, they so sustain my, it? So for the record, Dan, my pick is uh, Minnesota three nothing winners against Vancouver. Wow, no, Minnesota, Minnesota's at home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, we'll see uh, if next week how how the how these kind of shape up. If you're able to make a little dent, we're back to each having three picks because we've got uh, the Galaxy, LAFC both in action, and then of course our uh, our wild card picks, which are certainly something to keep up with. And after an 0 for two and last weekend for both of us, uh, it's certainly time to uh, get back in and double down, if you will, here to uh, to to get back in the win column. Say that again. <laughs> Thanks for keeping it up, Dan. Thanks for keeping keeping up. I said it's time for us to double down and get back into the win column after we both went 0 for 2 last weekend. <laughs> Buddy, I am coming for you. You just be <laughs> ready. You be ready. Um, are you on the broadcast then on Saturday night? No, buddy. I am off this weekend, and it is going to be uh, – you know, I'm going back-to-back – uh, non well, actually, I worked a little bit last weekend, but back to back, really non non working weekends for the big guy. For, just sandwiching a birthday week, having fun. Uh, supposed to go to the All Star game. Gonna need to make a decision on that quickly. Um, and yeah, just uh, I'm I'm ready for the next LAFC LA Galaxy match. So how you know? Let, let's sort this thing out. 
Well, I think on that note, it's a little public service announcement that we just say, <laughs> you know, hey, if anybody wants to send uh, Dan and I down to Orlando, we would be happy to public wave service. the flag, w- wave the flag of your company number one, but also get some really quality content and a ton of retweets, likes, et cetera, et cetera, uh, to bring you some really good interviews while we're down there. So that's still that's still that's still a, a tiny shot in the dark, but I wouldn't hold your breath. Not holding my breath. It's it's a tough it's a tough gamble. It'd be a fun trip. H- hard to leave the kiddos because I leave I leave enough for travel and work already. Have you been? Uh, which begs the question: Have you been watching some of this uh, international Champions Cup stuff and yeah. and looking at some of these European teams and following along as as they've played what you would probably call preseason matchups with with some of their first teamers in there, but for the most part, uh, those guys not playing full ninety minutes. Uh, to be uh, candid, no, I have not. Um, I f- I f- tell me, tell me. I feel like it used to be a really big deal when it the international when the international teams came over here it's and played and, and playing these played in these games. And I just feel like it's it's uh, yeah, it's lost. It's uh, it just feels very commercial now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, remember that, but there used to be. The ICC used to have a bit more of a tournament format to it, right? Where all of Correct. a sudden they would play. You'd get, you'd play two, three games, and then you would be into a, a third place game, or you'd be, you'd make if you had one, you'd be into a finals game. But it was always based on wins and losses, and you wouldn't necessarily the team that won and went three and zero or four and zero during the tournament may have never played the best team. You know, there was there was yeah. years I think where. I don't know, Chelsea won it, and they they really weren't challenged to their final game to try and go undefeated the whole way. So I think it's great that you get to see these marquee world-class players come over here. And, and credit to guys like Cristiano Ronaldo. He's actually playing and putting on a show and enjoying it, whether he did it when he – when he was with Real Madrid or now doing the Juventus, I think it's great. But yeah, I agree. With freaking the games themselves, yeah, yeah, the games themselves don't hold. I think the hey, the LAFC LA Galaxy game was a better watch than any of the other ones I've seen for me. Yeah, 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 I agree. Yeah, there's something on the line there, and that you know the League's Cup. I, I don't the same the same thing. I don't. I'm not. Maybe it's an idea of something bigger here for the League's Cup. You know. But uh, to, to me, it hasn't captured uh, much excitement from me. All right, we've came and we've said it all. Came, con- came conquered. Stern. We've done we, we've done it again, and um, another another show here uh, in the wraps. Good to just be you and I and, ba- and banter a little bit back and you know, forth, DK, and kind of kind of hash it out good. between the the black and gold. It was just too good of an LAFC performance. Oh God, what a what a what a night it was there. Even in lose in a losing effort for LAFC, it was still uh, I was just so so enthralled. I was so pumped. I was nervous. I was I mean I had so many emotions. That's what going to an MLS match should be. And and even in a losing effort, I think it was still an incredible incredible night. Agreed, agreed, buddy. All right, Dan and I got our picks in. Mark them down. Uh, ride with us, throw a little wager on, and uh, see what you come up with. And we will be back with you next week right here on the Believe Sports Podcast Network for Dan Kennedy. I'm Mark Rogan Dino. Make sure you check in with us every single week. We give you everything you need to know about LAFC and the LA Galaxy. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.
You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.